When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, museummiracles.com. Today is Tuesday, December the 12th. Coming to you to recap the Titans' improbable win, 28-27 over the Miami Dolphins last night. Uh, it was statistically one of the most improbable wins in the history of the NFL. It was the first time in the history of the league that a team had won a game when trailing by 14 or more points with under four minutes left to go in the game without overtime. So the fact that the Titans won the game without having to take it to overtime, that had never been done before. The Titans at one point last night, according to Next Gen Stats, had a 0.4% chance of winning the game. It was the second most improbable comeback of the Next Gen Stats era, which dates back to, I think, 2016. It wasn't as dramatic as, you know, the that Vikings come from behind win over the Colts a couple of years ago or last year, whenever that was, or when the Buffalo Bills beat the Houston Oilers in the playoffs all those years ago. Um, it wasn't a comeback from that many points, but just the time frame in which the Titans were able to do it is what made it so impressive. Um, listen, there's a lot that goes into this, and there's a lot to be said about that win. And I know, you know, when the if you're watching the game on ESPN and they have the splits, the, the, I don't, I don't understand I, the the game-winning field goal when the Giants beat the Packers last night. The, the simultaneous ESPN games. Uh, or simultaneous Monday night games. The, 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 when you want to, if you want to put the game-winning field goal up there, that's fine. Like show that that is of some interest to me, because at that point the Giants hit that field goal. It looks like the Titans are going to lose. So you're like, all right, well the Titans are going to be in a position to have the fifth pick in the draft next year. That's that's great. That's fun. Um, the the constant, I mean, constant is probably too strong of a word, but the the split screen as much as it was as it was put up there last night was really annoying. I mean, both of those games are on TV. If I want to go watch the other game, I'll, I'll go watch the other game. But I'm watching the Titans game because I want to watch the Titans game. I love Neighbor Gutsy. I would have loved to be able to watch him on the Manning cast talk about the Titans game. He's a Titans fan. He lives in Na- the Nashville area. Like, give him that. But then they're switching back and forth, and it was just kind of a it was kind of a mess. I don't I, I still don't really understand why they did that. That's neither here nor there. Um, but so anyway, all that to say, back to back to draft capital time. Um, you know, now I, I haven't looked at where they're projected to pick now, uh, based on that win. I understand that, like I, the the ramifications of that. What I will say is, I think it's important 
for Will Levis as a rookie quarterback to get some wins under his belt in this season. I mean, if the Titans lose out, which it looked like if they lose that game and lose the rest of their games, which it was looked like they were going to do, then Will Levis goes what two and nine uh, on the season. And you know, while you've seen some really good things from him, two and nine still feels gross and bad, right? We understand the the players around him and all that stuff. Like that's not the the two and nine there is not necessarily a reflection on Will Levis, just like it's not necessarily a reflection on Mike Vrabel. But still, it's two and nine. Now they've won three games in Levis's starts. Um, you've got a game next week where against the Texans where C.J. Stroud is at least as of right now is in concussion protocol. Who knows if he's going to play a game? Another game you can win. And I understand it messes up your draft spot. But having a rookie quarterback out there, having him gain some confidence, I think is important. Okay. Now, if this were like last year, and I mean, I still wanted the Titans to win that Jacksonville game last year and get in the playoffs. I know that was an unpopular thing and that maybe, you know, not analytically cool or whatever. But um, like, if this is a Ryan Tannehill team and you're still running Derrick Henry out there and there's not a lot of, you know, like hope, future hope that you're trying to build, then I understand like the losses and the draft capital, all that stuff. But I think with Will, Will Levis out there and playing, I think it's important to get some wins. And so it, it's just, I, I won't be cheering against them winning games down the stretch. So be that whatever it is. Um, l- look, Levis showed last night that no moment is going to be too big for him. Um, you know, he throws up a, a just gross pick six, right? At the beginning of the game. Now, I understand that the guy should have been blocked and, you know, he kind of came uncovered right there after or unblocked right there after Levis threw the ball or right as Levis was throwing the ball. And if he'd have had another split second, he probably wouldn't have thrown it. Like, I understand all that, but still, it's a that's a disgusting pick six right there on your goal line. Um, and then, you know, after they've, they've kind of started to make the comeback and they have a chance, um, you get the pitch behind Henry. Uh, that goes for a fumble. Now, I mean, technically, I guess it's Levis's fault, right, because he threw the ball behind Derrick Henry. I don't know how Derrick Henry was supposed to catch that. I think the play call was dumb anyway. But, you know, it, two two big turnovers, two, like, potentially momentum-swinging turnovers, and Levis never looked rattled. He never looked defeated. He never looked like, you know, his confidence was shaken. He just kept coming back and kept making plays. And so that's that's really important. It's really important to learn that about your guy as you go along in this season because you've got to have that guy. The fire and the energy that he plays with when you saw him come off the sideline after they scored that last touchdown. And listen, there are some yahoos out there. I thought it was hilarious that Kirk Cousins was basically telling uh, Will Levis to calm down because there was still a minute 49 left. Look, you want your guy that fired up. You want that energy on your offense. You want him to believe that that score just won the game. And with the way the Titans' defense had been playing – like, there was no reason for him to not believe that that score had just won that game. Ultimately, it did. Now, we were all concerned, right? I mean, I was sitting there saying, oh, no, too much time. Too much time. But the Titans' defense was great last night. We'll get to that in a minute. But, listen, the, the Titans haven't had a, a, a guy with fire like that, um, especially the quarterback position. I mean, maybe ever. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, you go all the way back to, like, McNair, who was – I mean, the best quarterback that this team has had since they've been in Nashville. And he was he didn't lead in that way. He was obviously a leader, but it didn't lead in that way. And then you go, like, you know, the guys that have been, that have had longer runs. Kerry Collins was not that guy. Vince Young was not that guy. Um, Jake Locker wasn't good. 
Uh, Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota, definitely not not that kind of energy. Um, and so, I, like, I like it. I think they need that on that side of the ball. Um, if, if you go and see, I, I reposted it on Twitter, but if you go see the, the interview at the end of the game where Levis is talking to the, the ESPN Southern reporter and TJ Spears is, like, tapping him on the arm and gives him a big hug, like, that, that's fun. That's fun. This team has a fun energy about them that I think is important and I think was going to help them build going forward. So to me, that's why wins are important. Ty J. Spears was great last night, um, had a couple of really nice catches, uh, is is a weapon. It's certainly a weapon. It's going to be more Ty J. Spears-centered. The offense is going to be more Ty J. Spears-centered. Um, maybe not this season, but as as they move forward into next year, it's going to be more about him. The Derrick Henry discussion, whether he should be back or not, there's there's time for all that. I think there could be a role for him if he wants to come back. He may not want to. Don't know about all that. Derrick Henry's still making plays. Derrick Henry can still find the end zone. Those things are certainly important. Um, but again, back to Levis, like just the ability to make the plays, the ability, obviously the, the pick six, but to not put the ball in harm's way after that, to find open receivers in those two-minute drill-type drives, to check it down and take what's there instead of having to force it down the field. Just all of it looks good. There are still some things to clean up, absolutely. But all of that stuff looks good. He's doing all of this behind an offensive line that's not very good. Now, with that being said, the offensive line last night held up better than you would have ever expected in those in-game situations, end-of-game situations, where, I mean, everybody knew that the Titans were going to throw it, and they were able to throw it still. So um, that's been kind of the, you know, it's all been a problem, but it's especially been a problem when uh, teams have none of the Titans were going to throw. You know, so last night they held up well enough to, to make that happen. Still some guys that have issues. Still some guys that shouldn't be back next year. All of that is, is certainly true. DeAndre Hopkins, what a great signing. What a fantastic signing. Um, you, you know, if you've been a, a fan of this team for any length of time, you know the long history of bringing in veteran receivers who have been really good and what happens when they get here. DeAndre Hopkins has not been that guy. DeAndre Hopkins has been nothing short of great for this team and it's it's so fun to see it's fun to you know kind of break that curse a little bit and it's fun just for him to you know he kind of bet on himself we talked a little bit about last night about how all the other teams thought he was done or whatever dude can still play and the thing is like he said that he can still get open whether or not he can get open it doesn't matter he throw him the ball he's gonna catch it that's I mean, and that's the thing and, and again to will levis's credit like, he understands that, and he gives DeAndre Hopkins a chance on balls down the field. Um, so the, all of that is, is fun. You wish that, you know, some things had broken differently earlier in the season so that, you know, this team would have a chance to do some different things that they're not going to have a chance to do. But still, it's fun to see what they're building on offense, and it's clear that I don't have a definitive answer yet on – we don't have a definitive answer yet on whether or not Will Levis is the is a franchise quarterback, but he has certainly shown enough that this next plan for the, this next cycle of, of their next window for the Titans, whatever, is going to be built around getting talent around him and seeing where he can go from there. Okay, does he develop into a true franchise quarterback? Time will tell, but he has no doubt shown enough that you're going to try to build around him and give him the chance because what he's been able to do, you know, in certain spots with the guys that he has currently around him, it, it, it's, it's been really, really good. Defensively, 
Um, we give a lot of crap to Shane Bowen. Uh, the defense has not been the dominant unit that we expected them to be coming into the season, but they were great last night. I mean, think about it. The, the, the Dolphins scored three touchdowns, right? Three touchdowns. One came off of a pick six. The other came off of, or the next one came off of a muffed punt, which what in the world? Like the Titans might as well just not put a returner back there. Like they would be safer in a couple of different games here if they had just not put anybody back there. Just let the ball bounce and, and, and have terrible field position. Who cares? At least you still have the ball. Okay. Anyway, so you get the muff punt that turns into a touchdown. You get the, the, the flip behind Henry or the toss behind Henry that I talked about earlier that results in a touchdown for the Dolphins. So 12-yard scoring drive, 7-yard scoring drive, pick six. Those are how the Dolphins scored their, their three touchdowns. Besides that, give up six points. They did block a field goal, which was good. Um, but they gave up six points. Now, Tyreek Hill went out early in this game. He came back at certain points in the second half, but clearly was not himself. They didn't even have him out there on that last drive, the last time they got the ball back. So that certainly helps. I think you make a case for Tyreek Hill as, as the MVP uh, just based off of this game, based off of what you saw when he wasn't in the game and how it changes the Dolphins' offense. Um, but that's not, you know, that's not really a conversation for us to have. Um, the defense was fantastic last night. The defense was, was great. They were able to get off the field in certain times. They were able to force, you know, the, when the Titans scored to, to make and, and went for two. So when they pulled to, well, that made it 27-22, right? At that point, or 27-21, 27-21, when they did that, I was like, okay, this has been fun. But now, I mean, and, and things were, I mean, the Titans had three timeouts. They still had the two-minute warning. So that was great. But I was like, oh, this has been fun. It, it's been, you know, good to see Levis get this experience under his belt. But now the Dolphins are going to, you know, get a couple of first downs and this game's going to be over. The Titans defense stood up and got off the field. And, you know, they, they got after Tua. They made him uncomfortable all night. Harold Landry is starting to look like he did before he tore his ACL. Um, so, you know, just it takes some time to get back from that, right? So there, there's just there's just a lot of things that have been better over these last few weeks. The defense w- was was really good last night. They need some pieces still. Um, and, and all that and all that mentioned, or I didn't mention in all that, that Jeffrey Simmons didn't play. So they did all that without Jeffrey Simmons, which is really unbelievable because he's, you know, clearly their best player on defense. They still need some help at corner. They're, they're going to have to do that. They're going to need another pass rush guy in the rotation. Uh, they're going to have to have a conversation about whether or not – conversation about whether or not uh, Danico Autry is back. He's in the last year of his deal, and he's, you know, 33 years old or whatever he – however old he is. But you, you can't – you really can't say enough good things about what that defense was able to do last night to be able to keep the Titans in that game with all the things that went wrong. Like I said, you know, it, it – it's sad that you look back at three or four games, and this is always the case with teams in the NFL. And again, this this Titans team is not like a Super Bowl contending team, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But you know, you look back at, at a few games. If if things could have gone differently, you could at least still have a team that's in the hunt um, for a for a playoff spot. I mean, last week they get two punts blocked and lose in overtime, miss an extra point. Um, that you know, if they make it, at least the, the game's different. Who knows? I mean, the Colts would have had to play things differently. I mean, the game would have gone a little bit differently had they made that extra point. So you can't guarantee that they would have won. But um, you know, when that if they could have found a way to win that game, they had chances, especially like in the New Orleans game, all the way back to Week One. 
Um, and then there are games when they... Okay, shifted gears, had a phone call that cut off my recording. But anyway, all of it to say that this team still is playing with fire. There was a concern at one point that Mike Vrabel had lost the team. That's certainly not the case. You don't see teams fight like that if um, if the coach, if the head coach has lost the team. So um, I, I think some of these things, some of these wins or, or these games are important down the stretch as far as like carryover for next year. I just think from a confidence perspective to some of these young guys, I, I do think it matters, and I do think it is more important than losing to, to try to move up in the draft. And, and we know that nobody in that building is concerned about that, right? I mean, nobody in that building is, is thinking about next year right now. Um, because coaches have to keep their jobs, players, even if they're not going to be here next year, they're trying to put good film on tape so they can get signed to go play somewhere else. So anyway, I mean, all that to say, like, that that was fun last night. And if that results in, in a few, you know, spots down the draft board, that, that's okay. That's okay. You can still find good players. Um, you know, John Robinson, blue picks, you know, anywhere from five to – 28 or what you know whatever it was so um it, it it i mean i understand why it matters and i get like a top five pick and all that kind of stuff but um sometimes wins are important and, and i feel like for will levis for some of the guys on this team that win last night was important so we'll we'll kind of leave it there um for today there, there's going to be a lot more said uh, you know in the next couple of days about how improbable that win was i do i don't know if you've been watching but you know hard knocks is doing an in-season thing with the dolphins right now um i don't know if you've been watching that or not but will levis said after the game last night he's looking forward to watching the episode that comes out this week and i mean yeah that that, it is going to be really interesting to see um the behind the scenes stuff on that game um i'm looking forward to that as well so anyway that'll really do it for today uh we'll have much more on this win at museummiracles.com so check that out there you can follow me on twitter i'm at jmorrismcm the podcast is home run throwback get it wherever you get your podcast just search it like rate review subscribe all that stuff hope you enjoyed the recording as i drive down 24 stuck in traffic this morning so much fun every single day thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you again later Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.